0: This episode is also available as a video over on my youtube channel so if you'd like to check that out head on over to youtube.com forward slash jess van den to watch that right now hey thrivers jess here welcome to episode 305 of the Create and thrive podcast and today i'm sharing some mistakes with y'all i am sharing mistakes that i made the biggins the biggins the big mistakes i made uh when i started my etsy shop all those many many years ago In 2008, yes, 2008 is when I started long time ago now um now i'm going to talk about obviously that in the podcast i'm also going to mention setup shop in the podcast but i just want to give you a heads up now that it is closing in just a few days time so if you do want to join me for setup shop my 30-day intensive course that will teach you a system to set up a stellar online shop for your handmade goods don't hesitate go over to createandthrive.com forward slash setup shop all one word setup up shop now and make sure to register because registration is closing this sunday australian time which is saturday night american time so when you're hearing this hopefully it's not too late um and it's starting monday the 24th of april i would love to see you in the course but i'll tell you more about it further on in the podcast for now let's get to the mistakes i made so you don't have to make them Do you want to grow a thriving, profitable handmade business? My name's Jess Van Den, and I'm here to help you do just that. I took my own handmade business full-time in 2010, and since 2013, I've helped thousands of makers just like you create and grow successful handmade businesses. So, are you ready to thrive? Let's get learning. Oh boy, was it a hot mess. Yes, when I started my own Etsy shop back in 2008, I had no idea what I was doing like pretty much zero idea of what I was doing and I made all the mistakes that you could possibly make today I'm going to go through those mistakes to save you my friend from making them with your Etsy shop prepare yourself for some examples because I'm going to show you some of my very first listings from 2008. So I, like many of you, started my Etsy shop as a hobby simply to sell off stuff that I was making and had too much of, and it was taking over my desk, and I was like, what am I going to do with all this jewelry? I barely wear much jewelry at all, and I've been spending a lot of money on my supplies. Sound familiar? Yes. So that is how I started my Etsy shop, which started my business, which started this life, which has now led me to being self-employed since 2010, and it's pretty awesome, but It was a long learning curve from when I started to when I actually figured all this stuff out properly so let me save you some trouble and let's start off with number one which was my branding I had no idea about branding I didn't even know it was a thing that I had to worry about I wish I wish so much that I could find the original banner I made for my shop I vaguely remember what it looked like and it was horrific but I looked everywhere and i could not find it so i'm sorry i cannot show you the hot mess that was my original banner for my shop but it was let's just say i have no graphic design experience thank god for canva because without that i would still everything i made everything i make graphic design wise would probably still look horrible uh not that it's perfect or anything but you know it looks a bit better than it used to so i had no idea what it's doing i didn't understand the link between You know, my banner and my photo and my logo and my photos and my language and my marketing and how all of that should really be telling the same story because that's what branding is. It's telling the story of your business. It's making a promise to your customers about what your business stands for and what it's all about. That is branding. Usually when you think branding, the first thing that might come to mind is the obvious stuff like colors and logos and so on. And yes, all of that's important, but fundamentally branding is a promise you make to your customers. It's a story you're telling your customers. And I was telling a messy story <laughs> because I didn't know that I was even telling a story. Now, somehow I still managed to get sales at this point, but we'll get to that. All right, so that was the first thing. It was because I didn't know what my business was about. It took me a couple of years of experimenting and trying new things and making different products until I actually worked out what my brand was and what my business was all about. I think it took me four, possibly five years to get to that point. And when I did, when I finally kind of landed on it ever since then everything's been super clear and my brand has been super clear and well at least to me hopefully to everyone else as well uh, and it's made life a lot easier so if you are still in that beginning developmental phase you know don't freak out that your brand is not super clear it's probably because you're still figuring it all out and that's okay and just go through that process from the beginning as you go and you'll get there in the end but just be aware that it's something you have to think about and something that you have to work on so the second thing was my photos which were awful i did all the wrong things i used my flash i had a messy like wrinkled background or a busy background i didn't focus properly like all of the things that you could possibly do wrong um i did those things wrong i'll show you some examples on the screen of some of my initial photography you know i would literally take like a selfie holding the the camera like this get like a picture of the jewelry which i guess can work sometimes but it's not ideal so my photos were pretty bad and it took me a long time to learn all of the things you need to learn about what makes a good photo i've got a video on that i've got multiple videos on that but i'll link to one of them up here if you want more info on that and a bit more guidance on that and this is super important i cannot stress enough how important photos are My microphone is here, this is why I'm leaning down. I cannot stress enough how important photos are. They are make or break. They will make or break your business, okay? So make sure to do the work to get your photos right. Even before you bother marketing, before you worry about SEO, before you worry about all that sort of stuff, before you worry about driving traffic, work on your photos and make sure they're up to scratch because that is what will make people click or not click and buy or not buy, so they have to be good. The third thing was my titles. (laughs) So this was, I had no idea how Etsy search worked at this point, and it was very different to how it is now. I just was like, well, this is what the product is. I'm going to make up the title. Isn't that what you do? And then I write a very short description, which I'll get to in a minute. But my titles were super short, super undescriptive, and pretty much useless for (laughs) Etsy algorithm. But again, somehow I made some sales because there was like, A thousand of us on the platform at that stage I don't know it was very small Um, so basically you need titles that describe the product okay that's what I want you to think about when it comes to your titles especially the first few uh, sent first few words because that is what people see in search describe the product your title that's what it's for okay tell us what it is who it's for what's the color what's the design blah 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 think about the the old question what will someone type in the search bar to find this thing put that in your title it's really as simple as that at the end of the day Um, and you can do all the research and SEO stuff you want which you probably should but at the end of the day just ask yourself that question and I've got a free download actually for you that will take you through a whole bunch of questions That will pull all this information out of your head and get it written down so i'll put a link to that at the top of the description if you want to go grab that free download it will help you so much with every single thing you make so that you can actually figure this stuff out and get it done right the first time so make sure your titles describe things and this goes for tags as well i had no idea what i was doing with my tags a lot of people make a lot of mistakes with them like Repeating words. You don't need to do that. You're wasting space. Stop doing that. Stop doing that. Please (laughs) stop repeating words in your titles and tags It's unnecessary Use as much space as possible to put as many keywords in as possible so that people will be more likely to find you Yes, ideally you will have a long tail keyword all together written together But if you can't fit that in put the the words from the long tail keywords somewhere else in your tags and Etsy's algorithm is smart enough to put those together for you again Make sure you're describing the product, who it's for, what it is in your tags, because it's all about what people search for at the end of the day. Okay, so related to this is description. If you look at this description, this example that I'm showing you now, yeah, (laughs) again, no idea. Uh, You need details. That's that's the whole point of a description is to describe the thing. You want to describe it. You want to give measurements. You want to give all the details. Basically, okay, let's let's do it this way you want to answer any potential objection a customer would have against buying your product in your description that's really what it's for any question they might possibly have about it any objection that might be raised in their mind about buying it that is what you need to answer in your description and if you're not sure about that ask a friend ask a colleague say what questions would you have if you saw these photos of this product what would come to mind what do you need to know in order to click the buy button and make sure you say that stuff in your description. That's what it's for. Now, I just want to pause here briefly because I might be going through all these things and giving you all this advice and you're like, this is a lot you're throwing at me right now. I'm probably gonna remember two things. If you want to set up a shop on Etsy and you want to do it properly and you want to get it right, I recommend you come and join me for Setup Shop on my 30-day course, It's a 30-day intensive live course where I take you through a system to set up your own stellar online shop for your handmade goods. Over 1,400 people have used this system, this setup shop system, to set up their shops online. And if you would like to come and join me, the next course is running very, very soon as I record this. The 24th of April, 2023, it starts. Now, if you're watching this later, I run the course twice a year and it's live every time. So if you think this sounds good, I would like to check this out. There's a description in the link below so you can check it out and you can also sign up to my mailing list if you get that freebie i mentioned earlier you'll be on my mailing list and i'll notify you and of course make sure to subscribe to my channel because then i will notify you also <laughs> that the course is running so if you'd like to join me for that i would love to see you in the course and help you step by step and you keep the course content for life yes you will have the course content forever so you can go back and go over it and you also have lifetime access to the course itself. So every time I run the course, you can come and take it. If you like, if it's not a perfect time now or yet halfway through and life happens, you can come back and take it again in the future. So I hope to see you in there if you need some help setting up your Etsy shop. Okay, let's get back to our list of things I did wrong. Um, where was I up to? Oh yeah, pricing. <laughs> pricing. Oh, I must have lost so much money in those early days because I just had no idea what I was doing with pricing. I didn't understand... I didn't know there were pricing formulas. I didn't understand the difference between wholesale pricing and retail pricing. I didn't understand, you know, that I had to cover my packaging costs as well as my shipping costs. So my prices were all over the shop. And of course I made the, the cardinal error that we all make, which is undercharging for shipping. And then you end up having to pay out of pocket and it cuts into your profit and blah, blah, blah. So don't, don't do that. Don't be that person. (laughs) I have a video on pricing and another one on shipping they're all on my channel just search for them but basically these are things you need to get right otherwise you are not going to be making money and the point of a business is to make money so you need to be getting your pricing right so that you're getting a profit from what you are doing so these are basically the last two is pricing and shipping so pricing okay so there is a difference between wholesale pricing and retail pricing you need to be selling at retail price because That means you are paying yourself for all the extra work you do to market your product. You don't just wanna cover your materials cost and your time and a little bit of profit. You also need to cover the cost of selling, setting, taking photos. You know, setting up online. If you are selling your product to a shop, they do the selling for you. But if you're not, if you're selling it directly, you need to pay yourself for the selling. And that's why you need to be selling things at retail price. So make sure you're not underpricing because you will not have a sustainable business if you're underpricing. It just won't work. I know, I know it's hard. I know it's hard to compete. You know, we're competing with so many people who are undercharging. We're competing with non-handmade stuff on the platform that shouldn't be there. We're competing with the whole internet full of stuff from countries where they can charge a pittance to make it. We're competing with Walmart and Target and all of those different places that can afford to charge less because they are big conglomerates and buy things in bulk. But we're not that. We're small independent makers and if we don't charge enough, we can't continue to be those small independent makers because it's just not feasible. So you need to charge enough. If you're selling something people want, people will pay for it. Okay, again, so finally the shipping, I briefly talked about that, but make sure, you know, whether you're doing free shipping or not, you need to cover the cost of shipping, okay? Make sure to do the, the, the homework to figure this out. Now, if you're in the US, you might want to use AC calculated shipping because you guys have a really complicated domestic shipping situation, like your domestic shipping changes depending on distance and stuff. I don't envy you having to do, deal with that. It's not fun. Uh, but if you use calculated shipping, they just calculate it for you and you don't have to worry about it. But if you're doing the free shipping thing where it's rolled into your, <laughs> your cost of your product, that's when things get a bit harder and you have to do the sums and go, well, okay, maybe I'll, I'll kind of charge a mid-level shipping cost so that i'll lose out sometimes but i'll win other times and it should all balance out at the end of the day that might be the best you can do in that scenario but make sure you know the costs and you know what you have to charge in order to break even with that that is not everything i did wrong there are so many other little things that you can make mistakes with that if you don't even realize are things that exist until you get in there and start doing it. Um, again, I cover a lot of stuff in setup shop so that the idea of that course is to stop you from having to go through the learning process I did <laughs> over five years and instead learn it in like 30 days. So that is the point behind why I started that course, why I still run that course, why people find it so helpful. It just cuts down the learning time so much. and you know, I try to keep it reasonably affordable for people as well. So if you do want to join me for that setup shop, createandthrive.com slash setup shop, come and check it out. Thanks so much for joining me again for another episode of the podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to subscribe wherever you're listening to the show. And if you're on Spotify and you haven't already tapped those stars to give me a five-star rating, I would really, really appreciate it if you could take 20 seconds to go do that it would really make a difference so thank you so much for being here and trusting me to help you on your handmade business journey I will catch you again soon and remember to catch all of my content on my youtube channel youtube.com forward slash Jess Van Den there's always more happening over there as well all right I will see you or you will hear from me I should say again very soon bye for now